This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I am Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. We're going to be here for the next hour talking to you about all kinds of stuff going on in your yard and garden. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Good morning. Everybody survived St. Patrick's Day, it appears? Yes. <laughs> We're here. Yeah. Um, it was a relatively quiet St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, it it yeah, certainly was for me, yeah. yeah. Yeah, which was fine with me. Absolutely. I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, Just because, you know, we're old and we don't do much anymore. We're getting too old for yeah. this, yeah. And, and, last night, we had, I had radio this morning, so. Yeah, so I wanted to. Oh, due diligence. Well, good, good for you. Now, yeah. did you guys traditionally do things? Because I never did much. No, I never did so much. So it wasn't like a big. We'd have people over every once in a while. Every so often, and so things like that. So it's not necessarily that you're older; it's just that it's a day that you typically didn't do things. Well, I am older. Wow. Well, let's go down to uh, somebody with the name Mahady. Oh, I yeah. I mean, I used to. You traditionally would. Mm, yeah, I'm, I'm, and it was I'm okay because your name's Mahady. Well, yes. Okay. Well, on St. Patrick's Day, everybody's Irish. It's so true. <laughs> um, yeah, Melanie had seen a. There was some. There was some party at a bar down in on Rosecrans in Point Loma and she wanted to know if we if we wanted to go and I can't remember what the admission price was and so I, I looked it up and it's like it, it's hanging out in a parking lot <laughs> so I, just, I said oh, I don't uh, yeah that, that ain't grabbing me so, no so we, we ended up not going but well I was mentioning to George and Mark this morning that I get up in the morning and I part of my routine is to look at the CHP weblog to see what incidents are going on and there was a lot. There were a lot of incidents on the local freeways at three, four o'clock this morning, which I am ascribing to St. Patrick's Day, because normally I, at this I time of the morning, holidays, yes. yeah. there'd be nothing out there. There'd yeah. be two or three incidents, but there was a lot of crashes. Yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing good ever happens between two and four in the morning. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but we did. Did you see stars this morning? Through I, the know, thin, wispy even, clouds? I didn't even look up. Did I you enjoy the sun yesterday? <laughs> the sun was nice. Every yeah, it was moment nice. I spent yeah. as much time outside as I could yesterday. Yeah, and we're wonderful. supposed to have another nice day today and maybe a little bit of drizzle on Sunday afternoon and night. But enjoy this Enjoy weekend. the weekend. You know what yeah. George and I did yesterday? Uh, no. We bought vegetables. Oh, I did oh. see Tomatoes that. Tomatoes and yeah. peppers. Well, you didn't get peppers, Not did yet. you? I still have peppers that were eating out of the garden from yeah. last year. I probably do. I still have the plants. I don't know, but I had to get more. It was so nice to have the sun out. It was a nice I day yesterday. I had to yesterday. take my jacket off. It was so warm. Uh, we went up to, Melly and I went up to um, Temecula on 
Thursday. Thursday. That's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was beautiful up in Temecula. It was nice. It was cold. It was it was chilly, but um, it was a beautiful day up there. But we were coming home. We went out to dinner in Old Town, Temecula. We had an early reservation, like four thirty, and we got on. We were we were on the road probably about five thirty or so, and it was bumper to bumper traffic from north of north of Rancho California Road, which is where we got on the fifteen to go south, and the traffic stretched all the way all the way down to the seventy six. It was bumper to bumper. And wow. you, you got through right before there was a yeah, bad was accident a, you, on the northbound. You, you, you ain't texted me. There was a really bad accident yeah. on northbound. It, it must have happened right behind us as we as we were going through. But but, we are uh, we are expecting another change in the weather back to the normal Southern California rainy pattern. And that's going to happen become on normal. Well, <laughs> just this year, couple weeks, yeah. just for this year. That's going to happen on Tuesday. Uh, Monday night into Tuesday, probably tailing off Wednesday. Right now, they're looking at talking about one to two inches for most areas of the county. That's a lot well, of rain. That's a lot of rain. Yeah. That's a lot of rain yeah. for us. Yeah. Thank goodness the soils have all had time to dry <laughs> out, so it'll all bit, be yeah. absorbed. Did you see the? God, I can't remember where it was, but there was a. It was here in. It was here in Cal- Southern California, but there was a, a bluff collapse and. The guy's swimming pool was hanging off of the yeah, side of the I think cliff. That was up in Laguna Beach or could, some, somewhere yeah, just north somewhere of up us. there. But yeah, I guess he won't be going swimming in that thing for a while. But. Well, and the, it surprises me the parts that stay there. Like the deck is still around it with no dirt underneath it. There's enough support for parts. Yeah, there. and all and all the pipes hanging off of it. <laughs> that was that was pretty wild, pretty wild. Um, why are you shaking your head? Oh, I'm just thinking more rain, and I have a, a very large truck stuck in our front yard from a tree still service. Still yet, yet still? And they said they have to wait for it to dry out. And we walked down to it last night, Capri and I did, and there's puddles of water underneath where all the where the tires dug out the trenches, and it's just still sitting in, in standing water, not, not mud. There's water still there. So well, we're not getting that out for a while. Maybe it'll become yard art like we have at the <laughs> Poway store. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, we've got classes today, both stores, in San Diego at 9 o'clock. It's going to be Spring Vegetables with Josh. And in Poway, it's going to be Spring Color with Brian Robert. That's at 9.30. Next Saturday, uh, it's going to be Staghorn Fern Care and Remounting with Olivia in San Diego at 9 o'clock. And Tomatoes Care Culture and Selections with Farmer Roy in Poway at 9.30. Always a popular class. So Very. He, he used he, to be a professional tomato grower. He brings it. Yeah. yeah. He, wasn't he one of the people that developed celebrity tomatoes? Was that the I cultivar think, he was tangled I, up with? I don't know. I can't remember, but it's one of the... Popular ones. It's one of the popular ones. Okay, that's yeah. cool. You, yeah, he used to, used to grow tomatoes down in San Quentin. Um uh, down in Baja. I'm nodding my head for all of you listening out there <laughs> in agreement. Yeah, he spent a lot of time down there professionally growing tomatoes, and now he does which, it up here for which, fun. Which isn't bad for a UCSD math major. Graduated yeah, that's with a degree right. in mathematics. That's right. Um, yeah, I remember when, oh God, it was 23 years ago when we did it, but um, my dad and a few other people drove down to Guerrero Negro, which is about halfway down the coast and the first 
the first night that we were on the road, we stopped in San Quentin, and I remember it was just massive greenhouses all over the place. Down Roy there. was probably in one. Oh, no, not then. 20 years ago? Yeah. 23 years he ago? He might have been down he, there. He might have been down there. But, yeah, it's it, it was a... It's a pretty impressive place. I remember the hotel that we stayed at, which wasn't anything to get really excited about, but it was was right on the beach. And my dad and I went out, and we were walking on the beach. I've never seen so many sand dollars in my life. I mean, they it, it was like tile. I mean, they were they were everywhere. Every, were they alive, or were they? I don't know. I I didn't. But pick, they were everywhere. They were they were everywhere. I I just I had never seen anything like it before. It was it was pretty pretty incredible. So it's an interesting area down there. <clears throat> um, I remember going down there. Well, to Ensenada as a kid, and you know it was a Holiday Inn hotel, so I figured it'd be okay to drink the water there. I, I, no, 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 no. But it's a Holiday Inn. No, you don't drink you don't drink the water, and you don't get drinks with ice. That was the ice is the the other silent killer. Yes. But I survived. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's that bad anymore, but at least in the big, in the big resorts. No, they have. It's never been a, I've never had It isn't anymore in a lot of those places. Um, I'll just let that, let that that be. I want to, I want to go back to, to weather, rain, weeds. Plants. Plants. Does yeah, everything have, is green. My weeds are outrageous. I had to go, you know, I mentioned once or twice on the air how sometimes plants stay in containers longer than I would like at home. You've heard right. that. But the weeds now are growing up and over the plants. So I, I found some new plants yesterday. Well, they're While old you were plants. weeding? Yeah, you just <laughs> yes. didn't know they were there. I yeah. couldn't remember. I, yeah. And then I found some seedlings and old plants that... Yeah. Nah, they didn't make it. But everything is just doing so well. And the the fruit trees, citrus and fruit, they've been blooming so long because we've had temperate weather this whole time. And it's been on the cooler side, mm-hmm. so it's extended the bloom. It's not been 80 degrees and night. And, you know, we've gotten some outrageously warm, dry weather most of the time during this period. And the bloom comes and goes so quickly. But my one of my navel oranges has been blooming for somewhere between one and two months it seems like it's been in air quotes full bloom and i didn't want to spray it with oil because because of that but i did anyway and it's still Still blooming blooming. mine's not blooming i'll have to look at different different varieties are in different stages mine's mine's a washington this is the oh it's not a navel it's a trovita trovita's in full bloom uh, way ahead of all the other ones. The Washington is budded. The grapefruit is just pushing new growth and starting to show tiny buds. But all the trees, and they're all in a row getting exactly the same care, <laughs> and they're all in different stages of, of development. They all grow on their own schedule. I'll have to go out and look at mine. I haven't actually I have not been out in the yard that much we, we did because a, of the rain. We did yeah. a walk last night to all the trees, and we actually harvested the last of the grapefruits off the cocktail. Oh. So sad. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> I so might sad. have one or two grapefruit that I could share uh, with you. Maybe. And there was so a good. pumelo, a pumelo on the ground this morning. On the ground? Yeah. Fell, just took it its own life. The, it, it took fell, its own life. Yes. It wanted to be free. 
And uh-huh. I was complaining to you, this gopher thing and the gopher hawks, I, I have to go back to just what has always worked for me, I think. The Mac- Maccabees. Maccabees. Maccabees and the, and the black boxes, yeah. Either, either well, or both. Um, <laughs> either I'm stupider or the gophers are getting smarter. But I'm having much less success. And I think it's because when I'm successful at getting rid of gophers, I get cocky and I think I don't, I, I take shortcuts and I don't put little pieces of grass in there. I don't cover the hole up completely. When I used to do all of those protocols, I would catch gophers all the time. And I'm Coming striking short. out. Yeah, I'm striking out. Well, I'll be deploying some today that I've let sit outside for several days in the You're rain. You're going to go gopher hawk? We're go, going gopher hawk, yes. Okay, probably just to mock me, you'll be successful. <laughs> I will send you some photos <laughs> <Yes>. later today. <laughs> hey, look, Dave, mine work. I don't know what's wrong with yours. There you go. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call today, we would love to talk to you. 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Uh, we have a special event coming up April 1st and 2nd. April 1st in the San Diego store and April 2nd in the Poway store. Uh, we have a mobile sharpening service to come in and they can we, we can sharpen loppers and pruners and things like that, but this guy can sharpen anything. Um, and so he's going to set up in the parking lot at both stores and you can just bring your stuff in and have him do it while you wait, while, while you shop, while you shop. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be April 1st in San Diego, April 2nd in Poway. And currently it's slated to be first Saturday, San Diego from 10 to two and first Sunday from 10 to two month after month. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to give it a oh, shot and see what's going on. That's a good service. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I may have to take advantage of it myself. Exactly. Um, oh, so Melanie and I, we didn't we didn't go to the opening of the orchid show at the San Diego Botanical Garden last Friday because the weather was just horrible. You're fair weather fans. I am. I am. I just, well, actually, it, we, we it, were going to Capri and I were going to go as well, but you you looked at traffic, the the traffic yeah. and it was a, I looked it was an hour just to get get up there if. If it didn't get any and delayed any further, so yeah. we ended up not going. So, I totally support your decision. I'm still going to mock you on air for it. <laughs> so, so we we didn't we didn't go either, but we did go on Saturday. Uh, we took off mid morning and, and went over there. And I have to tell you, it is a it is it is a spectacular show. I mean, they do an incredible job. Um, you know, the majority of the the main orchid show, which should, I don't even know when it should be coming up if it hasn't already happened um, 
today? The Orchid Society. Yeah, I have, well, usually have a, they do it right around mid, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, mid March. Um, most of the most of the plants at the at the orchid show are on tables, and they're 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 broken out by species and things like that. And they do have some people do put in some vignettes where they okay. work because we used to yeah. loan the plant material to them all the time. Um, but that's what they do at the orchid show in at the San Diego Botanical Garden. It's everything is landscaped. Okay. And in the conservatory. And it, I don't know where they came up with some of these plants. They are amazing. They're the just massive specimen plants just completely loaded with flowers and some really unusual some really unusual plants that you're not gonna see every day. It, it was it, it if you haven't if you haven't been to the botanical garden recently, I would highly recommend you go and check out the um, orchid show. It's well worth it. County Orchid Society, San Diego County Orchid Society show is in April this year. Oh, oh really? That's okay. late. 21, 22, and 23 in Balboa Park. In Balboa Park? Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I wonder where in Balboa it Park. Is it? Doesn't, didn't did, say. I'm well, guessing the Casa del, might say. Casa del Prado or uh, Balboa Park Club, but, one of those. But back to the show up at the Botanic Garden, mm-hmm. I went to the bromeliad show last year mm-hmm. and what was striking to me and there were orchids with the bromeliads but it's the arrangement it's the fact that they're all hanging together and tied together with they look like they're part of the garden they're not sitting in pots and mm-hmm. they were not just put in there it, it is really nicely done yeah they do they do a really really good job i i was i was very impressed and then the other thing that we did while we were up there um when we were talking to John Clements last week and, and George had brought it, we were talking about Ericarias and George had brought it up that they have a couple of big Ericaria bid will eyes over by the waterfall. So after we went through the orchid show, we were wandering through the gardens and uh, we walked over and, and George is right. They're, they're huge Ericarias and the one of them's got a trunk that's almost three feet across. I would say they're just massive, massive trees and they just tower over the, the landscape we should probably chop them down and build a house <laughs> <laughs> um but they're, they're they're beautiful specimens so if you if you have it if you go up to see the orchid show make sure you hike over to see the eric areas too because they are i wouldn't hang around underneath of them very long <laughs> no. but um yeah they're 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 really really pretty trees i remember some signage near there about not standing underneath them it, so yeah yeah if they if those cones fall uh, it's going to hurt. You know, my mother would have said that some people might need a little sense knocked into them to hang out there. So it kind of depends on who. Well, she was speaking to just about you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, your family. Yeah. Well, I had, um, we had I'd talked about previously the Ericaria Ericanas that we got, the monkey puzzle trees. And I was trying to find the picture of the one that I took when I was back in at Duke Gardens back in Durham when we were back visiting Katie and I couldn't find it. I must've deleted the picture, done something stupid. Um, so I emailed the staff at Duke gardens and they sent me a couple of pictures of the one that they have that was, it was just, it was in a, it was a container grown plant just outside the visitor center, but it was, it was a really nice looking plant. Um, but it was interesting. They said that they, they have difficulty growing them back there. And they said it, the, summers are too hot and too humid they they don't like that um 
and he said they can he said they can get several they can get them to survive for several years but that's that's about it which really surprised me i thought they would have done much better it's kind of like a coastal redwood in southern california yeah yeah yeah, you know they do well for a little while and then all of a sudden they they do well when they're small but when they get big they just it's like when they 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 grow up they realize where they are and they go wait a minute i can't be here i can't can't live like this yes (laughs) yeah yeah that 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 is the end the unfortunate part you know there used to be as you were driving down the 163 south through balboa park on the west side of the freeway there was a huge stand of redwood trees there i mean it was there were a lot of redwoods there i think they're all gone yeah i, th- I think they could cut. not watering them during the drought i think probably didn't help um and i think they have all since been been removed and we had quite a few in the Poway store on the west side of the parking lot, and I think there's they only, did well for many years. For many years, but then they just didn't. And the um, I think there's one left yeah. over, I, over in the corner. And I think it was a late plant. I don't think it, could, it was planted with the original stand. Could be. And then I was I was talking to somebody. Maybe it was you that was saying that the reason why they why they do so well up on the up on the coast is that they have so much foliage on them that the foliage catches the catches the mist which condenses and then they water drips. themselves they water themselves well, right. absolutely yeah. correct yeah. yeah which i think i thought was i thought that was pretty interesting how how that works you think about how many what the surface area is of all those tiny little needles that look like nothing individually but the mass the and with the evening fog daily evening fog coming in on the north coast that's a lot of water water. yeah in addition to a lot of water period that they get up there yeah i've read where some people for the smaller trees have put misters all the way up just to replicate that so Uh that misters go off once or twice a day or at night just for a while to help accommodate the extra water interesting that that might help because they they really they really are beautiful trees might not help couldn't wait. It's not going to hurt. Um, if you haven't put your vegetable garden in yet, now is a great time to uh, Mine has start come, thinking about it. They've come out of the trunk. <laughs> I set them on top of one of my trash cans yesterday afternoon. So and it's this getting morning, closer. And this morning, do you know what I did before I left for radio this morning? Took them off the trash can. And, I watered okay. them. No, I didn't. Have, come on, Mark. I didn't take them off the trash can. But I watered them. Come okay. on. Could I have a brief round of applause It'd even a, a golf, golf, golf clap, clap. Yeah. we hope to get ours we or we also brought ours home yesterday that also you, too uh, as well that you and i had uh, selected and i put them on top of my truck when i got home so today i hope to get some of those not, in the ground. not you didn't drive your truck to to the radio station this morning did you no okay <laughs> no uh, can we do you know what george and i did we, no we you shopped picked, together well kind of okay but actually we didn't we shopped separately but we split six packs oh, of tomatoes. Oh, makes sense. That makes sense, right? Get a larger selection. Yes. So we each have th- three, uh, six varieties, right? Four varieties. Four varieties. <laughs> <laughs> Public math, David. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you very David. much. <laughs> I don't know. I have two six packs with two varieties each. Is that That's four? Right. Two that times four. two? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Well, that's one way to do it. Well, I thought it was a, it, well. 
we've been actually doing that for a number of years now. It's worked it out quite sense. well. I, I, it, 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 it makes sense because yeah, you know you, there's times where you don't need six of the same well, plants. We, we plus the variety. We get a lot of complaints or not complaints, but people say the same. I don't need six of those or whatever. Yeah, but I can get one of these or six of these. And they cost the same. What's David going to do, everybody? Exactly. He's yes. going to kill six. <laughs> He's not going to want six. Well, the, 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 the problem is I don't label them when I put them in the garden because no, I'm going to remember. <laughs> you know, I wrote, I wrote, I wrote issue, the names yes. on each one of those four. Yes, he do did. Not. George wrote them on the sides of the cells. He was a very good co-worker and friend yesterday. You know, I always, whenever I plant tomatoes, I always put the, I always put the stick, tag, tag in. Yeah. And, 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 and I can never find, I can never it. find I it. Me either. Yeah. I bury it or... Yeah, or it gets washed out or or something. But I was trimming my pomegranate a couple of weeks ago, and I have two pomegranates. uh, Well, I have more than two, but there's a Grenada, and I have a Wonderful, and they're very similar. And I could never tell which was which. And uh, George and I, we've talked about it, and we've taste-tested, and they're very subtly different but there's no way of telling but when i was trimming last week i found the metal tag i put on the tree 10 years ago and so now i know which one's wonderful the one up top is wonderful and the one down below is granada it's good to know yeah labeling is important yeah that's where we were (laughs) i found the tag so just having it is half the half the battle interesting yeah and is it the uh, the right on aluminum? Yeah, the one yeah. where you take a, a, a marker point pen. and yeah. just it yeah. in, uh, imprints. In, in, so indents. Yeah. You, you have a drone. Yes, I do. You should take some pictures of your yard from above. And, While it's and green. Print, and print them out and then do a little legend and label each of your fruit trees. That sounds like too much work for your day. kids. Thank for you, Mark. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. You are. I mean, and the reason I say that is world, I, I, I want you to come over with the drone because I want to do that as well. Okay. Well, how about he just let you borrow the drone and you do it? And then, yeah. I mean. Well, he's going to need some operating instructions oh, and he'll directions. He'll figure it out and before he, <laughs> George, you know, I have a background in flight. George really doesn't. So <laughs> I should probably be the drone. The whole operator. airplane thing is new to me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you listen to Garden Talk on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Um, if you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. You know, speaking of the weather, which we always do, uh, one thing that has popped up, which always happens after we have a relatively 
intense storm cycle is hail damage. Oh, yeah. On tender plants. And it manifests itself usually a few days after after the hail comes through. But it it can show up either as on on fleshier plants pitting on yep. the foliage um, and on softer foliage plants like the daturas that we have um, it looks like they got shot with a shotgun <laughs> yes. I mean, it, it just it shreds the foliage the uh, angel, angel trumpets the angel yes. trumpets yeah. yeah it's uh and i walked right past those and thought oh my gosh the bugs have gotten to them we need to move those i hadn't yeah, put two and two together. I didn't yeah. put two and two together. Yeah, but it um, the other one that seems to pop up pretty frequently as far as just regular foliage plants, um, bougainvilleas. Oh, it shreds it, them. Yeah, it it really can damage the foliage. It's it's not going to kill anything. It's just not going to look. It's just going to look somewhat unsightly for a while. But as soon as they as soon as they Start leaf out, grow and, back, and yeah. grow back, it, it's going to be fine. But yeah, it is something that. It well, is something that happens pretty frequently. The plants that you wouldn't think would be bothered by it, the succulents. Yeah, because they're so like tough. We just throw them out there and they right. take care of themselves. Yeah, they look the worst. And, yeah. yeah, the jades. And, all the jades uh, look pretty horrible sago palms. when it happens. Yep. yep. Sago, sago palms get yeah. destroyed. Yeah. Oh, well, they get pitted. They get pitted. Right. And, and it, people just don't want to recognize that. When yeah. no, it can't be that. It can't be that. And yeah. you can see the shadow patterns where. Uh, one leaf was protecting another, and there's no damage below. Mm-hmm. Right, but it, it every time we have a storm cycle like that, though, yeah, it it happens usually within about a week after the storm yeah, is when, when it, sta- it yeah. starts coming. Yeah, people it start starts, coming in with samples. Yeah, like when you ask about hail, they say, "Oh, I don't. Did we have hail? I don't remember yeah. any." Oh, yeah. or, yes, yeah. we did. But begonias too. Begonias yeah. have yes. that heavy, waxy leaf that gets pitted very nicely. Yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, so if you have, if you're starting to see pits in the foliage of your plants this time of the year, and or you don't see holes. any or, lar- or large holes, um, and you don't see any bugs or anything, that could be what the problem was. So, but there again, if you if you're wondering and you have a question about it, feel free to bring samples in to either store and let us take a look at it. As except, long as, as they're long not they're, from As long as they're not trees. citrus. Yeah. Do not of, please. Do please do not bring citrus in into the stores and we will get into that a little bit later. Um, right now we're going to go up to San Marcos. If I can find that cursor. I'd like to oh. mock him for that, please, but I have the same Please issue. discuss yeah. it amongst yourselves. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. We're going to go up to San Marcos where Sharon is waiting. Good morning, Sharon. How are you? Hi, I'm just fine. What can we I'm do for you? Sure you well, I've got some Italian cypress trees that have been cut off ground level. And I'm wondering if if the, the roots are invasive. Because I live in a trailer park. And I'm going to be 80 in May. And so I want to find the way that I can put things in that are not a whole lot of trouble and I want to find out if those Italian cypress would be invasive you know some some roots are more than others and um, so the thing is the, the man that lived here before had the whole house surrounded with those Italian cypress trees 
And I didn't really notice it when I, cause I was looking more at the inside. And <laughs> so I just know, need to find out if they're invasive or not. Typically, typically not. I have never heard of them being a problem, and I've, I've got a couple, I've got a couple of dwarf Italian cypresses in, in my front yard, um, that are probably a good twelve to fifteen feet tall, uh, and they're they're and they're planted within two feet of the house, and I have not had any issues with them at all. Okay, so that's good news. Yeah, and if they've been and if they've been cut off, then they're 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 not going to cause you any trouble trouble at all right okay now, now that it's raining so much the roots are you know, or the the main part of the tree is coming up so i don't know whether i need to try to pull them all out or friends said you could put an, a uh, nail in there that they don't like something that's in the nail if if you want to get rid, if you want them to to die, if you've cut them back and they're sprouting back out, put a fresh cut on them, right around the edges of them where the sap flow is, and paint them with a product called Brush and Stump Killer. It has a little brush in the lid, and you just paint that on the outer circle, and it'll kill the trunk. Brush and stump, stump, stump. killer. Stump. Stump. Cut vine and stump killer. It's called cut vine and stump killer. That's what it is. Let me get you the right name. And it's from Bonide. And uh, you just paint that onto a fresh cut around the edges of the base, and it goes down into the ground and shut it shuts it down and kills it. Hmm. Okay. Well, that sounds good. Cut vine, brush, and stump. Take take the word brush out of there. That that guy on the radio didn't. He misspoke. Um, oh. So it's just cut vine and stump killer from Bonide, B-O-N-I-D-E. I had a Colruteria I chopped down, and it sprouted back up, and uh, I painted that on it, and it it's killed, pretty it, effective. killed it down. It yeah. worked yeah, well. Very yeah, it's very effective. Yeah. Okay, now what about, um, this is something, you know, what's the best way to kill weeds? Because with all this rain, I'm having a lot of, of weeds around. Well, a lot of different ways to do that. A lot of different ways to do it, and a lot of different way, and a lot of different places where the weeds are growing. Um, yeah. You know, if they're if they're weeds in your lawn, that's going to take a that's going to take a different approach than if it's just weeds in an open area. If it's if it's weeds in an open area, um, and there's, there's no desirable stuff and, and around. There's no desirable stuff around. Um, there's was it cleanup and. Bermuda, uh, rem- Bermuda cleanup, cleanup or Bermuda burnout, burnout, the organic one. Yeah, burnout's yeah. the organic one, but it it it's just a top kill. It'll kill it, and and on some tender weeds, it, if you kill the foliage on the top, the whole thing's going to die. But on more aggressive, tenacious weeds, <laughs> uh, you can kill the top off, but there it's going to it's going to end up growing yeah. growing back. But if you use something like Bermuda, it's that's going to kill the whole plant but whatever you're using in that type of a situation you want to make sure that there's it's not going to drift onto anything that you that you want to keep um if 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 that's the case um where you have weeds growing in beds where there's other plants around that you 
don't want to damage, I would say get a get a hula hoe and and yeah. cut them up that way. That that's another easy way to do it. A hula hoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has, <laughs> that's a little it, manual labor, but it's 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 an inter, it's an interesting it's an interesting implement. It has kind of a hoop shaped blade on it, um, and you just slide it back and forth across the surface, and it it, it cuts the weeds off. Uh, it's just cr- below the soil. It, it's a simple tool, but it works very well. It's, it's very effective. E- effective. Yeah. Okay. Right. You're well, a simple tool that good. works really well. <laughs> so. Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, those are all good ideas. I think. Um, and what about putting sheets down? Is that what what they call them? Um, on top, so they won't come up. Oh, um, so weed or weed barrier yeah, weed or weed barrier. cloth. Yeah, you you can do that. You need to clean. You need to get all the weeds out first, then put the weed barrier down, and then it's ideally you want to put something on top of the weed barrier to hold it in place, whether it's gravel or bark or or some kind of mulch. Um, that's the most effective way to do it. Okay, and and that way they will stay down. <laughs> yeah, it, it yeah. will. De- it will definitely slow them down. Okay, now that mamuda is that a is it dangerous? Is it you know? If you use it according to label directions, no, you're not going to have any problems with it. Okay. So if you were going to do it, which ones would you do? If if it's just weeds out there. If it was just weed, if it was just a big open area Remuda. of weeds, I would probably use Remuda. Remuda. Okay. And I'm, yeah. Okay. And then the the Japanese hapu fern, is that the way you say it? Um, hmm. I, that one I'm, that one might I'm, be one of the aetheriums, but hang on a second. Haku, you said? H-A-P-U. Haku. Oh, yeah, I'm not familiar with that one. I mean, not by that name. I'm sure it's, oh. yeah. Okay. There's okay. a there's a Pokemon. There's a Hapu Pokemon. Um, it says it's a native fern to Hawaii. Yeah, it's also called a Hawaiian tree fern. What's okay. Oh, Sabodium. Oh, Sabodium. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, yeah. this says Sabodium Splendens. Those are hard to find, actually. I'm not yeah. familiar with the Splendens, but we do occasionally. Yeah. Well, it's been a while. It's been a long time. Sabodiums in. Yeah. Well, it's it's really it's just really growing it's beautiful but it's um they part they uh, put it at the wrong place it can't because it can't get in the front door <laughs> oh no <laughs> so i've got i don't know whether i can move something like sure that. They're, can. they're fairly easy to move yeah, they might be a little awkward but they're pretty forgiving you, you could also try just trimming off a little prematurely the fronds that are growing across the doorway you know they usually uh-huh. come out all the way around so if you just cut <laughs> off the ones as they encroach Unfurl, upon your yeah. space you can keep it yeah that would be good too all right i think they i think they grow pretty tall um I'm, but i'm not sure how far and it's underneath the roof and they can, yeah, they, they can get tall, but they, they're not they're not fast. They're growing. not super fast growing. Yeah, yeah. so I I, okay. I I wouldn't I wouldn't be too concerned about it. Okay. 
Now, if you were going to try to put... Um, before, you, before you go any further, I think we need to take a quick break and come back or... Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> we'll be... We'll be right back, Sharon. You stay on the line. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anders along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, George Allman. We'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. We're going to go back to San Marcos where Sharon is waiting. All right, Sharon, we're back. What was your next question? Um, well, it was about, um, do you think, um, where would I, I guess, get the least amount of, of uh, weeds? And do you think... It'd be better to have a raised garden, or I have a friend that uh, works at the flower field, and he says he just puts things in buckets. Yeah, you, well, you're going to get weeds in anything. Right? Yeah, we, weeds can come up in anything. Uh, most, you know, <laughs> a lot of the seed is airborne, so it's just going to go anywhere, and wherever it lands is where it's going to where it's going to sprout. It's much easier to stay on top of it when they're when they're small than letting them get established and try and trying to get them under control retroactively um so yeah, yeah whether whether it's con, whether it's, it's contain, containers bed or, or a raised really bed or just it. open space anything can anything can get um infested mm-hmm. okay so you just have to keep up with the weeds huh you got bit, it yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was afraid of that yeah <laughs> I used to live on an acre, and we had all these little vignettes and raised gardens, and that was a lot of fun. And uh, a lot of work, probably. Yeah. Yeah, and after a while, you're back, and your knees start yeah. <laughs> saying, uh, "I'm not so sure I want to do that anymore." <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I just really enjoy listening to you guys every. Saturday, I get up early so I can well, thank hear you. you. Well, we we really appreciate that, and thank you very much. Yeah, you're very interesting, and you learn a lot. Wow, yeah. I don't think anybody said that before? Yeah, <laughs> well, you, you do. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the call, Sharon. You have a great weekend. All right, you too. Thank okay, you. thanks. Goodbye. The uh, four a.m. approximate hydrology forecast is increase the amount of rain we're expecting in southern california so most areas are expecting two plus inches now oh really so we'll see how and that is how it plays out through tuesday or wednesday yeah that's going to be monday night into wednesday oh wow okay but immediate coast 
Like the tip of Point Loma is only expecting one and a half to two inches of rain, but everywhere else that's it's still a lot that's of water. Everywhere yeah. else it's two to to three. Oh, wow. When she when she mentioned putting something down, I thought she was talking about solarization, putting you know plastic oh, down to kill all kill. the weeds. Well, what kept coming to my mind, and I just sat on it was cardboard you know people right. take cardboard they, out and they lay it in the garden to kill weeds yeah yes newspaper lauren used to yeah promote like that and it'll break down and blah 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 well, we, we've but, done that in our corn patch we sure put, we put cardboard and then put mulch all on top of it and just left it till the oh well, there you go until the worms eat it absolutely or you, you run the riding lawnmower over it and you accidentally cut it up <laughs> and make it spread everywhere. But. The worms crawl in, the yeah. worms crawl out. What you got there, Ken? Uh, let's see. Just a reminder, we got classes today. 9 o'clock in San Diego, it's going to be spring vegetables with Josh. And 9.30 in Poway, it's going to be spring color with Brian Robert. Um, there was a couple other things that we wanted to go over. While you're looking at that, um, I forgot to mention when we were – being annoyed with my gophers that they have decimated my onion patch. My onions That's what keep you were disappearing. Saying. I have mm-hmm. nothing left. Well, I shouldn't say nothing, but why? I would have thought onions would be safe out there. I would have thought so Everybody too. Everybody I mean, loves I, onions. I, well, even my mm-hmm. gophers. I guess so. And just high yeah. class, high class gophers. No, they said they were high class, but that was just a lie. <laughs> <laughs> um. Just a reminder, as far as citrus is concerned, because of the oh, yeah. because of the new quarantine for HLB in um, Rancho Bernardo, please do not transport citrus into. Don't bring fo. Don't bring foliage or fruit or branches in for us to take a look at. Um, just play it safe. Take photo. Take as many photos as many detailed photos of the of the problem that you have. So we can take a look at it. You can email them or text them to um, yeah. text them to the store, and we're happy to take a look at it. But it, every it, day when I walk up and down my driveway, I look at the new growth on my citrus trees, looking for psyllids, mm-hmm. um, and they're clean. I sprayed last month, and they're clean. But you just never know when they're going to show back up, and that's part of the process exactly so, so here's our public service it. announcement yes. right there were 4500 over 4500 trees in california that are infected with hlb Wang long bing disease mm-hmm. and how many of those were in were commercial 11, groves there, well there were 11 sites in san diego 15 trees and every single one of those 4500 plus were in backyard Backyard orchards. Yeah. Backyard. backyard not a single grove. commercial grove has had has been infected which because they are very um, vigilant and diligent in their spraying and monitoring. And so if we want to keep this at bay and stop it from spreading, we as citrus growers in our backyards have to be proactive. As citrus right. stewards. We have to be proactive. So you have to spray. <clears throat> we to have a lot of people that say, oh, I don't spray. I don't I don't spray my trees. I just, you know, I feed them once in a while. But you have to spray if you're going to have a citrus tree in your yard. Even if you want to be a lazy gardener. Even we so. implore you to do that. Yeah, Yeah, help control it. Well, you know, if you think about it, the the groves are always managing uh, insect infestations, and pretty much anything that they're going to do to manage those insect infestations is going to manage the citrus psyllid. So, they you just need to maintain them. You you need to keep you need to keep on top of it. And we've we have always recommended that you 
that you spray horticultural oil three or four times a year just as a yeah just as a rule of thumb to keep th- to keep things under control and it's not it is only killing by smothering it's not a yeah, it's, it's not, not, a, not poison. a poison exactly yeah. so yeah it should help people to those who are uh, you know who are concerned right, right. yeah it, it's fair, it's right? it's yeah. actually considered an organic control if i am not mistaken it, it is horticultural oil yeah. yes yeah. sir it is yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and and it makes everything look so I was so clean say, and shiny. shiny. So true. And and if you don't want to spray and you you don't want to to deal with it, cut that take tree down. Yeah, get it out of the out. yard. Shovel so it's prune not, it. So it is not a host. Yeah. Yeah. Because please, it's a, it's a, please, and it's thank a, you. It's a it's a it's a serious issue, and uh, and don't bring don't bring citrus in from. Don't move fruit around. Yeah, I mean, from don't, anywhere. Don't, yeah. And once you if. If you buy citrus, take it home and put it in the ground and leave it there. Don't don't move it around. I mean that that's actually that's actually one of the rules of the quarantine is when you buy citrus and you take it into the quarantine area, you put it in the ground within was it within For, 40, they want 40, it in forty eight hours one, and leave it there. Yeah, one in forty eight hours and never move it again. So. Which most people don't once it's been planted. once it's been planted, <laughs> right, yeah, right. yeah. But there uh, are people that put them in pots and then they might true. move from one home to another and take it, or they're living in condos and they have a citrus in a big pot. So and that would be, that'd be problematic. Yeah, that could be very problematic. Uh, once again, garden classes today. It's a uh, just vegetables, vegetables with Josh in San Diego at nine o'clock, nine thirty. Spring color with Brian Robert and Poway. You've been listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll be back next Saturday with another hour. Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery.